Welcome to the Let's Get Sensory podcast. My name is Kelsey and I'm an occupational therapist, sensory specialist, and ADHD. -er. If you're looking to up-level you and your kids' lives by learning how to live a sensory lifestyle to help with attention, anxiety, hyperactivity, and impulsivity, then you've come to the right place. So here we go. Let's get sensory. Hello. Welcome back to Let's Get Sensory, or welcome if you're new and this is your first time. So happy and grateful to have you. So I am so excited for today's topic. It's one that I talk about all the time. I think it's so interesting, and I wanted to do a podcast about this for a while, but I wasn't sure if anyone was interested or would want to hear about it, but I've gotten a few comments and messages, so I'm like, yes, I can finally talk about it. I got the okay. We are going to be talking about the differences between empaths, HSPs, highly sensitive persons, sensory, ADHD, or we're going to find out, is there any difference? Are they all the same? While I'm recording this, it is Friday, my favorite day of the week. I woke up and I like to get momentum in my nervous system, kind of get motivated, get regulated in the mornings. And I go all out for my Friday morning routines because it's one of the days that I get to work from home. I take my, or first I take my dog out. We go on a walk, a little gentle walk. I listen to some of my favorite podcasts and just kind of start getting that positive mindset. And then also, even before that, I drink lots of water. I chug water. I don't know if anybody else does this, but I have a million water bottles and I kind of keep them everywhere to remind myself to stay hydrated and drink my water. I have one of those water bottles that has like the time listed out like 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m. And I don't like drink it by each hour on the dot, but it definitely helps me stay motivated to like keep on drinking my water throughout the day. And then I also I take my supplements, which I am actually in two weeks, I think, doing a podcast episode all about supplements, the supplements that I take, why I take them, what they do for ADHD, sensory or nervous system, all those kind of things. So get excited for that. And then also get excited for next week. We are talking about reflex integration, something, another one of my passions that is just amazing for the nervous system. Don't miss next week, so the next two weeks. And also a quick reminder, if you haven't, to go take your supplements. Okay, I think I'm getting distracted, so surprise, surprise. So let's get to back on topic. So empaths, HSPs, ADHD, SPD. So I guess the first place I should start off with is what is SPD? What is sensory? What is this whole podcast really about? So I'll start off with my definition of sensory processing disorder. So my definition is happens when our senses aren't working properly, which leads to nervous system dysregulation, which can include but is not limited to getting easily distracted, easily overstimulated or overwhelmed from different sensory inputs around us, um, emotional regulation challenges, hyperactivity, impulsivity, restless body, restless mind. Those are just a few symptoms of a dysregulated nervous system. A few quick things to know about sensory processing disorder is that it is not an official DSM diagnosis. So it is diagnosed only by an occupational therapist 
list, which I really hope that one day this changes and that sensory processing disorder is an official DSM diagnosis and that everybody knows about it. It is just as like common knowledge as ADHD or even some of these other terms like highly sensitive person or empath because I feel like even that is more well known than sensory processing disorder, just about sensory processing in general because sensory processing disorder or just knowing about sensory processing is really so empowering just by the fact that it provides such a stronger understanding of what is happening. Whether you have ADHD, whether you're an empath, whether you're a highly sensitive person, I feel like all of those terms, they tell you symptoms, but they don't tell you the why. Sensory processing actually explains and gets into why that's all happening. So let's first look into empaths. So this is just one of Google's definition of an empath. It's one of those articles that was like five signs you're an empath. So the signs are you are often overly stimulated. You can feel others' emotions. You are overwhelmed by crowds. You've always been sensitive, especially as a child. You need time to recharge by yourself. So that was the definition for empaths. And now Google's definition for a highly sensitive person, HSP. So you're very emotional. You're sensitive to criticism. You feel different from everyone else and sometimes alone. You're sensitive to external stimuli. You overthink and worry. And you often feel tired and overwhelmed. Same spectrum. So the way that I look at it is that these are both on the sensory processing spectrum along with ADHD. And what I mean by that is empaths, HSP, ADHD all stem from sensory processing disorder. Um, or personally, I view this as sensory processing differences. So these are all individuals whose senses and nervous systems are more sensitive, more hyper alert of the sensory input around them, whose process sensory input differently than those who are not ADHD, empaths, HSP, and it's a spectrum. So for example, Maybe you are more on the spectrum where you deeply feel the emotions of those around you, aka me. Like I very much identify or relate to being an empath. Like I know a lot of you can relate to just walking in somewhere and just being hyper aware of how a person is feeling, whether they're feeling overwhelmed or whether they're feeling very angry and just really taking on that emotions and feeling that inside of you, how they're feeling and just that hyper alert awareness, like this is what they're experiencing compared to someone who might not notice that or be as aware as aware of that. Or maybe you don't experience that as much, but maybe you experience more so just being very sensitive to criticism, aka maybe you've heard of rejection sensitive dysphoria, which is also a common symptom in ADHD. Or maybe you're all three, um, ADHD, empath, HSP, or maybe you experience just, you know, a few signs of all of them. Maybe not like fully, you don't identify as fully ADHD or fully um, empath or HSP, but it can be a mixture of all three because it's a spectrum again. 
So how all of these tie back to our senses and our nervous system, and there are many ways that it ties back, but just for example, like one is for the simple fact that those with sensory processing differences are more hyper alert and more hyper aware of everything going on around us. Those of us that are empaths, HSP, ADHD, autistic, OCD, GAD, general anxiety disorder, all of these different diagnoses where the nervous system is involved, what's happening is we grow up with this hyper-awareness, this hyper-sensory awareness that leads to us getting caught in the cycle of overthinking, worrying, more difficulty regulating our emotions, more overly stimulated. When we are out or with others, it's because we have these hyper alert senses, which maybe you're thinking like, Kelsey, what about under responsive senses? And I don't want to confuse you right now. So I'll do, you know, a whole nother episode just focusing on under responsive. But I've worked with, I will say I've worked with thousands of kids and just individuals who, and I've never met someone who is entirely under-responsive. Not saying that they don't exist, but it's very, very rare. Usually we are a mix that always includes some form of hyper-awareness, hyper-alert sensory state. So the moral of my story or this episode as you likely guessed when you decided to listen, is that empaths, HSP, ADHD all stem from sensory processing differences, or SPD. So if you are an empath, highly sensitive person, ADHD, or if your child is, maybe you're wondering now, like, should I get an SPD diagnosis? And so if you're a parent and you have access to this, I highly recommend finding a pediatric occupational therapist near you and asking if they specialize in sensory processing and if they have therapists who have sensory certifications and extra training. I add that in there because we all learn a basic amount of sensory education. We all learn a basic amount of sensory education in graduate occupational therapy school, but to really understand the ins and outs, it takes a lot more extra education and certifications. But anyways, I recommend reaching out to a clinic and they will guide you through that evaluation process to hopefully start occupational therapy and sensory therapy services. So now, if you are an adult and you're wondering if you should get an SPD diagnosis, remember how I said it's unfortunately not an official DSM diagnosis, so don't let that deter you. Similar to how you would self-diagnose yourself with being an empath or identifying as an HSP, a highly sensitive person, I think self-diagnosis are valid. I'm going to say that one more time. Self-diagnosis are valid. If that means better understanding yourself and your needs so you can feel empowered just knowing what is happening inside your body and your mind and what you need to support you. So thankfully, you don't need an official diagnosis to find different supports out there. Like there's so many life coaches, ADHD coaches, therapists, programs like mine, Sensory Therapy Retreat, or other programs that also focus on strengthening and nourishing our nervous system, which you can hopefully see is so incredibly important because everything stems from the state of our nervous system and the state of our senses. 
So something I didn't get into today that I thought about getting into, but honestly, I think that I'm going to make it its own, just podcast on its own, and that is ADHD and trauma and what the relation between ADHD, sensory processing, and trauma is. So if you want to hear more about that, DM me and let me know because there absolutely is a lot of correlation there. Uh, just speaking from research and also from what I've experienced personally. And so I don't know if you know this, but I am actually a trauma-informed therapist. So I've taken different trauma courses to learn more. And that is something that I incorporate in both of my programs, Sensory Life Academy and Sensory Therapy Retreat. Because if you think about trauma, just looking and maybe you've heard like big trauma, little trauma, like especially anyone who experiences sensory processing differences, whenever we have those different sensory triggers, our body is processing that sensory experience like it would process trauma. So using a trauma-based approach in sensory therapy and nervous system therapy is key and so inside sensory therapy retreat this is something that we really go into and get into um, just tying those two together it's a mixture of sensory therapy somatic therapy trauma-informed therapy and we do this very gently very lovingly the retreat i call it a retreat because i really want it to be viewed as just like an online sanctuary your safe therapy space to really dive deep into that nervous system healing and that sensory healing and so sensory therapy retreat is open now for all adults or parents of teenagers all adhd autistic empaths highly sensitive persons anyone who experiences any kind of dysregulated nervous system state and so we are open for enrollment for this round it is a six-week guided therapy program so i will guide you step by step and provide you with the nervous system tools to start strengthening your senses and strengthening your nervous system and how to start creating a personalized sensory lifestyle that that meets your unique needs So inside the course, we evaluate your nervous system. I provide you with lots of different nervous system tools like planners, journal prompts, meditations, breathwork sessions, so many different tools to really help dive deep into that nervous system healing and to also provide you with a supportive community of people going through similar situations, similar experiences to heal alongside each other and to support each other along our unique journeys and nervous system healing journeys. And so it is open for enrollment now and closes Wednesday, August 31st. And that is when we will kick off with our first live coaching call Q&A with me. And so we have a few of those dispersed throughout the six weeks. And then, of course, you have access to our Facebook community group to email support. So you can ask me any and all questions. So you can visit the link in the show notes or you can just go to sensorytherapist.org to enroll and enjoy me in this round of sensory therapy retreat. 
This one will be our last one for the year, so you don't want to miss this. But anyways, thank you so much for joining me today. It really means so much to me to see, to be a part of the sensory community and just to see the sensory community growing and just the word getting out about sensory therapy and sensory processing. And so I will see you next week. I hope you have a great rest of your day.